Hey folks, I'm Tom. And I'm Vince. Welcome to Friday Night Beers, a show where two guys who know too much about pop culture and not enough about beer try some beers and explain them in a way that you may understand. But that you probably won't. And it'll only make sense to us. Either way, we hope you'll be entertained. No, Vince, what would you do with $7 million? With $7 million? Yeah. I actually know that I would not stop working because my number is $15 million. If I, like today, yeah. that number declines the older I get. But with sure. $7 mil, I'd definitely buy some property. Okay. Yeah. Anything maybe like a nice, br- little, a nice little house, townhouse. Yeah. Maybe a, maybe a beach house as well. I think you should think a little bigger. Maybe maybe you should buy like a lot of land. A lot of land? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe like let's just imagine you were, you know, around in like the mid to early 1900s. Maybe you could buy a whole lot of land. How much land? Maybe you could buy, I don't know, the entire state of Alaska. <laughs> It's that, <laughs> if you believe that, I got a bridge in Brooklyn to sell oh! you, which never made sense to me because there is a Brooklyn Bridge. Well, Vince, I don't want to call you a Seward, but that sounds like a real folly. That's right. It's Seward's folly. <laughs> we are going to Juneau, Alaska. I can't believe it was purchased for $7 million. That, in hindsight, looks like a great buy, but at the time, they ridiculed him for it. You know, it's amazing. You know, one one year, $7 million gets you Alaska. In 2023, you'd get, like, a decent backup quarterback for your NFL roster. <laughs> <laughs> Is Alaska the next Mitch Trubisky? You know, read for my column on that later. Um, but, Vince, we're drinking Alaskan Amber. From Alaskan Brewing Co. in Th- Juneau, the capital. This couldn't be more Alaska if it were uh, a moose fucking a halibut. Yeah. There I, it is. Yeah. There's well that done. analogy. You said it. Yeah. Why not? Uh, let me tell you a little more about Alaskan Amber. So this is what they call an Amber Alt-Style Ale. Tom. But you're you're calling bullshit on this. I, I mean, I'm sorry, but tell me what, what is the alt well, alt is the name of this beer style from the German word meaning old. So basically, it's an old amber ale. So it's an amber ale. Yeah, like, that's that's fair. We're I'm sorry, but my grandpa is an old lock, but he's still a lock. <laughs> old or young, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that You're, call a spade a spade. Right. But I I'm willing to hear a little bit more about the alt style. What what goes into it? What makes this different? Well, Why not just call it an amber ale? You know, because uh, the aging that the alts undergo since they ferment it more slowly and at colder temperatures than most ales, um, this helps condition the flavors of this particular Alaskan amber, uh, which is also made from glacier-fed water and a generous blend of the finest quality European and Pacific Northwest hop varieties and premium two-row pale and specialty malts. Um, and this obviously comes from the Juno ice field. Not to be confused with the movie Juno. We're talking about Alaska. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not Elliot Page. Did you know that Juno receives 90 inches of rainfall every year? I did not, but I'll tell you what. I have been to Alaska, and while we crack these bad boys, I want you to guess what the rain capital of, the, of Alaska is. Okay. Possibly the U.S., Cheers. Cheers, Tom. To the second to last state. Yeah, I think so. I knew that. Seward's folly. I'm just going right. Ooh, okay. You know what? I hate to say it, but there's a difference. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Okay, this might be just my mind, but this feels 
ice cold. It, it does. <laughs> it does. Did you have that same reaction? Yes. Okay. Yes. It also, I get a little sweetness, like a Jolly Rancher yeah. on the back end of it. Okay. Okay. So um, I'm fine. I'm so. I've never been. I've never been so wrong so fast. <laughs> I literally went from like I'm not buying. You are it now to sold. A, believer a believer of the alt amber style. You can taste the cold glacier in it. It's insane. This is like that, you know that Coors Lake commercial where the bartender goes into the fridge and he's like in the mountains? This is so good. That is an advertisement. This is actually what just happened in this camp. This, the, what happened with Seward and Seward's Folly just happened to me. <laughs> I just made fun of it. And now I'm like, this is fantastic. This and this is, is a- providing most of the natural resources for the entire country. Wait, real quick sidebar. If we were to trade Alaska to Russia right now, what do you think it would go for on the open market? On the open market? If it was, a, if it was like a trade, like... Easy trillion. Like easy <laughs> a trillion. We'd be out One of debt. Yeah. So, okay, so what, what's, the, what's the debt ceiling? You're asking the wrong. Guy. I'm gonna look up the debt because it's it's been a I'm thinking, point of conversation. Like, you know what? I'm thinking if in terms of like sports, it'd have to be like five years of first round picks and you know a lot of salary cap. Like you know, if Alaska was a free agent, they would be asking for the max salary. For yes. Sure. All right. So which is wild because there's not a lot that you seemingly not a lot you can do out there. Answer to rain capital is Ketchikan, actually. So, believe it or not, there's more there than there is in okay, Juneau. Okay, I forgot you asked me that question. Thank you. That's okay. I know our <laughs> listeners were hanging on the edge of their seats. So, okay, I the, just to go back to that, the debt ceiling, national yeah. debt, I saw a very funny tweet. Our current national debt is $31.46 trillion, and somebody tweeted... <laughs> Why don't we just put 33.75 or whatever the juice number was, 33.75 trillion on Jalen Hurts anytime touchdown and we'll be out of this mess. <laughs> and you know what? They were right. Okay, so we have we have to probably bump up the asking price for Alaska then. If we're yeah, especially now that it. this amber is a, a part of it. Yeah. I am loving this, Tom. This is, this is delightful. I want to talk a little bit about the beer and we can get back to <laughs> fake trades. So... This is based on a recipe from from this brewery in the Juneau area. It was voted the best beer in the nation in 1988 oh, uh, wow. by the Great American Beer Festival. We've talked about them before. And also, the story behind the label, there are no roads connecting the remote coastal community of Juneau. Um, everything has to travel by air or sea. So ocean-going vessels from, you know, fishermen to small skiffs are a very common sight. And each evening, fishermen from all walks of life return to a safe harbor and close the day with a cold Alaskan amber. Uh, there's a boat. That's the long way I've said there's a boat. There's the a camp. boat, some rough water, some mountains, and some seagulls in the background. I think there's some pine trees as well. You know you live in a remote area where there are no roads. I'm sorry, but this is just like, this might be the only time in the history of this podcast where I've looked at a can and said, I don't need to know the background, but it was provided. (laughs) And I guess we appreciate that. I didn't know that about Juno. Yeah. Overall, my thoughts here is like, is there anything like, what's a native Alaskan? A native Alaskan? It's probably like an Inuit, or is that offensive now? Um, indigenous Alaskans. You know, my dad watches a lot of uh, Buying Alaska, where there's like... I don't think it is. 
so there, there's buying Alaska. Um, there's also like Life Below Zero. That's what it is. It's okay. another Discovery show. So there's like these people they live in these remote areas and they're like ice fishermen and they don't live in igloos, but like they kind of live in igloos. Yeah, they live in the little like miniature yeah. igloos they put together. I have something that I'm saving for a, a later part of the discussion, but my sense about Alaska is that you're either born there. Or if you move there, you're trying to escape something. Like, there's literally okay. no in-between. Like, you're not... Your company's not going to be like, you know, Vince, we really need you to, to head to our Juno office and and build up the, the culture there. I wish. That would be cool. Do you I, having been to Alaska, it is... It's incredible. It's an outdoorsman or outdoorswoman's paradise. It's really fantastic. Did you go in the summer? You got to go in the summer. Yeah. It's literally like almost 22 hours of daylight or something like that it's wild when you're like we went yeah. on an alaskan cruise which was like honestly the best way probably to do it for my parents that was very <laughs> smart on their part but like it was sure, awesome yeah. we had a great time and one of the things that i was told i'm gonna draw us to california for a brief second because i was going to la just for a summer and i said i had asked somebody who was out there i'm like hey like what what do i need to know like what are some things that I can do, you know, to blend in a little better, you know, be a part of California. And they came back and they said the most interesting thing I've heard about California in a long time. There's no such thing as like a Californian. And I was like, that sounds wrong. But then he continued and he said, pretty much everyone that you're going to meet here has moved from somewhere else. Every, there's no like California culture, which is interesting. I think the same thing about Alaska a little bit. You think that everybody there is a transplant? I think I think so. I disagree. I think that it's mostly natives, and there's transplants that are trying to pretend to be natives that aren't. Oh, okay. Well, um, two of those transplants. Yeah, that are and I mean, think about. I mean, think <laughs> about it. You found it. Okay, I'm gonna well, watch how I tie this together. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just tied. You I know, tied it. They, it's not tight enough, though. This this state became popular because of the gold rush in the 1700s. So people went up there. I mean, we've talked about the Yukon. They were literally digging for gold. Um, and then it just kind of became populated by enough people where our boy, you know, wanted to buy it for a couple million bucks. Yeah, yeah geez. <laughs> um, but Vince, Alaskan Brewing Company... Let's let's hear a little bit about that, and then I want to get back to the Alaska. All right. I mean, it's yeah. it's a short story, right? Yeah, it's a very short story. There's all kinds of huge financial logistical challenges brewing beer in the last frontier. But Marcy and Jeff, who are the founders, Marcy and Jeff Larson, in 1986, they went out there. They loved Alaska. And they were just trying to find something that would allow them to make money and stay there. And they said, why not start a brewery? And that's how we got Alaskan uh, Brewing Co. And you know what? I'm glad we did. I, I am really glad, too. This is an awesome beer. I Vin, can't Vince, understate it. Vince, I, I'll be honest with you. When, when this was put on our schedule, I was like, I don't know if this is going to be super remarkable. We've done Ambers on the show. I love this. It is very, very unique. So, okay, let's think about it. I'm going to let you pour that into a glass for a second, and I'm going to pose the following question to you. There is something so, so fresh about this. The best way I can describe it is, like you said, feels like it's colder than anything else, even though it's not. And maybe that's the glacier water. Maybe that's the alt style. 
we don't know. All we know is Alaska cold, and that shows through in this beer. So thinking about all of that, what is the last property, item, person, anything that you went and saw that has anything to do with pop culture where you thought you knew what you were getting into and then you were wrong? Oh, man, this is a great question. So basically you're asking me like when was the last time I was like genuinely shocked by something? I, and it's not even, it's like it's an offshoot of shocked because there are plenty of times where you're just like, yeah. whoa, that's crazy. It's not like what you weren't expecting. You thought you knew everything there was to know. You thought you've had this before. You know what it's going to be. And they smacked that right out of your head. Okay, I got one for you. Um, Palm Springs, the Andy Samberg film. The Hulu okay. movie. Interesting. Um, very quick synopsis. Andy Samberg and Christina Milioti play two people that are at a wedding and quickly they both become trapped in a time loop where they relive this wedding day over and over again. Like It's like Groundhog Day but set in modern times in a Palm Springs desert wedding. Yeah. And you know at the surface it seemed like oh this is going to be like a cheesy romantic comedy. It's actually like very little rom-com. Like it's mostly a, like a time travel, time loop story, science fiction, just general comedy. Like obviously they kind of get together, but I think because my expectations were so low, the fact that it that it was really good gave me like an extra boost of enjoyment from the film. And but did you go yeah. in thinking like? Another time loop movie. I know. I've seen Looper. I didn't know. Like, I didn't know I anything like, about it. Oh, you didn't. Yes, yeah, so I didn't know that it was. Okay, a time so loop like, movie. so yeah. that's that's like getting there. But I want something where you walked in and you're like, I know what this is about. I know what's going on here. And if it was, you knew what this was about because you made assumptions about Andy Samberg. That's totally yeah. fine. This will fit the bill. For me, it's going to be the movie The Neighborhood Watch. The Watch. Sorry. The Watch. You're talking about the Ben Stiller? Yes. Ben Stiller. Vince Vaughn. Yeah. uh, Jonah Hill. Right? Yeah. I looked at that. I saw it and I went, I've seen this movie like a million times. It's not going to be good. I'm going to watch it because I love all those guys individually. I'm going to actually, Cousin Greg is in it as well from Succession. Oh, I'm just going to catch up on that. Yeah. So I haven't seen that. Really, in a long time, so I don't remember. But I, and I feel just fine ruining it because it's been a long time. Yeah, but I thought it was going to be like, and everything played out the way I thought it was going to. Like yeah. Ben Stiller is this neurotic like do-gooder who tries to really get everybody involved, and he's starting a neighborhood watch because he's heard about some murders. He's also like the manager at a Costco, of course, right? He's that over-eager, typical Ben Stiller character who's like. So, what did you find refreshing about it that was different? Here's where I thought it was going. I thought that I thought I knew all these characters and I thought at the end of the day this is going to be like you're very classic. Oh, somebody stole some things and they banded together and caught him. And it turned out to be like an entire alien invasion <laughs> instead. And I was like, "Okay." Now, I don't want to say that like to be fair, yeah. this Alaskan Amber is significantly better than that movie was. Yeah. But just the fact that I walked in there, I'm like, I know everything there is to know about this. I know what this is going to be. And I was so, so wrong. I did not see it coming. Shame on me. 
the watch. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think we're kind of talking about slightly different things in, in the respect that, like, you thought you were walking into a dumb, simplistic movie that just was, like, slightly taken down a different road. Remember, you also have to remember that I'm coming up, Vince Vaughn is in this too, I'm coming off yeah. of The Breakup. The dilemma. Like, yeah. what are we doing? He's just, like, phoning it in. Yeah. He's going to be his charming, like, fast-talking self. Like, oh, yeah, maybe maybe I get lemons. Maybe I don't. Maybe I tell yeah. your, your sister to go fuck off. Like, all, all that stuff. I'll give you a new one that really took me by surprise at every turn. The Menu. Yeah. HBO Max. I know that it wasn't an HBO Max original, but that's where I saw it. Sure. That movie, like, I never knew where that was going at any moment. And... I've never seen anything like it. I thought it was super enjoyable. It was like dark comedy, drama, horror, um, regular comedy. Like it, every it was just like a really it was a smorgasbord of emotions. Yeah, I think so, that's fair. I think I definitely had some yeah. expectations, and I figure like, yeah, I think I know where this is going. But I, I never did. didn't. I never knew what was going to happen next. And it's, yeah, I mean, like I've seen a lot of movies. I know you have as well. Like. It's hard to like genuinely shock me. Yeah. And there were moments of that movie where I was like, I'm genuinely surprised. What was so that's about. perfect. That's yeah. perfect. You've seen a lot of movies. You can't be shocked. You got shocked. Yeah. Like just, I, I've seen, I've seen that cast before. I'm sorry. I, I can't tell you. And what I think Dodgeball was Vince Vaughn and Ben Stiller, yeah. right? We've seen, yeah. I mean, it's just like, and they do good work individually. Yeah. But I was just so shocked by the fact that it was aliens it, I, it just it killed me i think it's great um i want to circle back to to the alaska component i actually did some homework before this i don't usually do this but i decided to look up some alaska notable alaskan films so okay, okay. i wait, want to wait, just wait, run wait, wait. through them unless you want to guess um god notable alaskan films Shh. and I'm not, I'm not talking like documentaries like these are just Movies that, that take place, take in, place Alaska. in Alaska. Yeah. Uh, well, Mystery Alaska. Yes. There's got to be one. Right. You're welcome, Ryan Mac. Right. We've actually brought that up on the show <laughs> <laughs> because of him. <laughs> Still haven't um, seen it. <laughs> is White Fang in Alaska? Uh, it's not on my list, so you might be right. I don't think it is. <laughs> there's one. There's one that's on my list that you're going to be really upset if if you don't Out cold. name it. No, that's Colorado. That's Colorado. Um, all right, so one of them is Snow Dogs. I was actually going to say Snow Dogs. I'm like, is that? That's not the one, though. Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. <laughs> the Disney <laughs> the Disney movie about the Iditarods. Where they, like, where they started off in like a normal set, and then by like Snow Dogs 4, the dogs are talking. <laughs> yeah. I didn't keep up with the other ones. I, I, I didn't I watch just saw them. I just saw the original. Um, Into the Wild. Oh. Into the Wild. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like all of it is in Alaska, but right. that's where a lot of it that's is. where he ends up, yeah. Um, I recently watched this uh, again, Insomnia, which is Christopher Nolan, one of his early films. I didn't know that was Alaska. Al Pacino and Robin Williams. Basically, the movie is Al Pacino wants to fall asleep. But Robin he, Williams won't let him. But he Ooh. can't because he's trying to solve a murder in Alaska. What's Robin Williams doing? Hey, Chief. You trying to fall asleep? Not tonight. <laughs> well, he's the bad guy oh. in this, so. Wow. Yeah. I bet he crushes it too. He does. God, I, I do. I really it. highly recommend it. It's okay. You, so you mentioned that you know 
there's a time of year where the sun never sets. Yeah. That's why it's called insomnia, because this L.A. cop is flown out to solve this. Why which, is that part is always an L.A. cop? Well, that's the part of the movie that's really ridiculous. It's like, <laughs> we need the LAPD to come up to, to our Ooh. town. Oh, baby. Like, he is turned... You know how in Heat, it's he's like... be a cold one tonight. <laughs> I wish he would do that. I wish he would walk in and be like, you motherfucking mooses are wasting my time. <laughs> no, instead he's like, I want to go to sleep. I need to... Shut my eyes. And like he shows up and like he doesn't realize it's like two in the morning. He's like, let's go to the school. I want to question this kid. And they're like, uh, we can't do that, Al. It's two in the morning. Um, Should I call you Al? How about Dan? Should I call you Al? Oh, Mitzali family. Yeah. It's also a musical. Um, but no, the one that I think that you're going to be most upset with is The Proposal. Oh, I am very upset. I know that. I, that's another one where I thought I knew what I was getting into. I thought that was going to be a classic terrible. What was surprising about that? That it was good. <laughs> that's really it. I thought it was going to be brutally bad. The plot was exactly what you thought. And it again, we're coming back. We're coming back off yeah. of, I had unfortunately just seen All About Steve, where they made Sandy Bullock out to be this absolute psycho. Yep. Following Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Yeah, yeah, Bad yeah. movie for really everybody involved. I, really terrible. And so then I was like, what are you doing? And why are you dragging my guy Ryan into this? Yeah. And then it was great. Wait a minute. Drag him in? He had been doing bad movies for a while before that. I choose not to believe what you're saying. <laughs> I'm ready to give this a rating. And Tom, I want you to start because I think I'm going to go very high. <laughs> Dude, I can't believe I'm saying this. I think I'm going to give this a 4.25 out of 5 toms. Ooh, I was nervous for a second that you would go higher than me, but you did not. 4.5 out of 5, Vince. Wow. This is awesome. I can't say enough about this. I will be buying again. I will tell everyone I know, whether they agree with me or not, to get a six-pack of this. This is great. It's so good. and it's so different. It's, and everything about it is unique. Like The can is unique. Yeah, There's yeah, little yeah, ridges at the top. It's like ruffles. Yeah. And I swear to God, like, you know, these beers are just sitting in a regular fridge. But it feels like that Coors Light ad where the bartender goes into the mini fridge. He's climbing up the mountains. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, and he's p- plucking these out from the Yukon. It, <laughs> yeah. I, and, like, the worst part is, is <clears throat> I know every single person who decides they're going to get this is going to be like, yeah, but could it really be like that? And then they're going to have me like, shit, yeah. Okay, it is. here's the crazy thing. I don't know if I've ever seen this anywhere. Like, this feels like it came out of, like, literally out of nowhere. I've been staring. It's been staring me in the face at Benny's for years, but. You just haven't dive, dove in? Well, because who would, I, what, I'm going to get another Amber and I'm going to get it from Alaska. Who thinks to do that? I'll tell you who thinks it. Me, Al Pacino. <laughs> you can call me. Al, short for Alaska Pacino. Is, is Al Pacino the, the new Michael Caine? Have we had a, is he season three? Oh, baby, let me tell you something. Me and Michael Caine, we used to get so much trim, you wouldn't fucking believe it. Uh, okay. <laughs> if you've enjoyed this Al Pacino session or anything else that we've had to say, uh, why not give us a listen? Why not also give us a follow on our socials? rate review you can do that now on both 
Apple and Spotify, we'd appreciate it. If you've got a good one, we'll eventually read it. But give us a follow so you know what's going on at, uh, what is it? FNB Pod, if you're on Twitter. Yep. Friday.night.beers. On Instagram. On Instagram. And uh, what's the deal? Do we have a be real? Uh, some <laughs> of us are on it, some of us aren't. <laughs> it's it's there if you want it, just if you know how to find us. Uh, but yeah, until next time, I'm Tom. I'm Vince. This has been Friday Night Beers, where we have clear eyes, full cans, must booze. We'll see you in Alaska. Mystery.